Welcome back to Gills Arena presented by Underdog Fantasy. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. It's Thursday, last show of the week. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Check's about to come. <laughs> With the living legend Gilbert Arenas, we got Brandon Jennings. Okay, I, I see the shoe game really flossing, yeah. dynamic. Yeah. We got Rashad yeah. McCaffrey, yeah. Scarface. Hey, Montana. Hey, Montana. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> And as always, we got to thank Underdog Fantasy for bringing y'all this show. If you want to get down with them, download the app. Use promo code Gills Arena. They will match your first deposit up to $100. And then you can go do these pickums. There you go. And get got you like go. we do. What you doing? You won? What happened? There you <laughs> go. do it anyway. There you go. We smoke. Okay. We smoking out here. Pop smoke. We're going to have a, a smoking show today. But <laughs> for next week. Got to remind y'all, we're going live, yes. 11.30 a.m. Pacific, 2.30 p.m. Eastern. We know y'all not doing shit. Make sure you plug in with us, pull up. Mm-hmm. I think the shows have been dropping around like 3.30 Pacific, 6.30 Eastern. We're going a little bit earlier to give y'all more time to really enjoy this, dissect it, conversate with each other about it, mm-hmm. and all that good stuff. Pull up on us! Let's go! So, before we talk about what's going on in the league currently, we got to talk about a burgeoning beef between two former players. And no, you're not that beef. Oh, I was about to say, God, damn. It's a new one. (laughs) Yeah, damn. So Isaiah Thomas has been going at Charles Oakley over some comments that Zeke made about MJ and some comments that Oakley made about Zeke. So in an old All the Smoke interview, Oakley had this to say about why Zeke don't mess with MJ. Uh, Oakley said, he came in your city and took your city. Mm. That's why you're really mad. He took over Chicago. Now, I'd imagine Zeke. Is a little matter that Jordan left him off the dream team than the city takeover thing. Mm-hmm, I'm pretty sure. But uh, he responded with some Twitter fingers. I remember us kicking your ass a lot. Someone please check my record versus any team he played on. Sit down. Be humble. The internet did what it did. They checked the record. Zeke is 19-18 versus Oakley all uh-huh. time. I, I wouldn't really call it an ass kicking. It was more 50-50. But then he followed that up today, and he said, uh, For the record, I'm not beefing or hating on anyone. I'm correcting and teaching factual documented history, not mythology. Mm-hmm. So, girl, I'll start with you first. I got to know, why are old NBA players so salty? Um, I'm old. Okay. We're all, yeah, we're yeah, all like old. Saying, I'm, I'm, I'm old, old too. So it's like, um, <laughs> at the end of the day, listen, I think sometimes we forget history and, um, you know, well, I guess sometimes we do think we're better than what we were. Okay. Like Detroit, you know, they have this standard of who they think they were, mm-hmm. right? Like you guys wasn't a dynasty, right? Two championships, though. Okay, cool. Close. But not dynasty. Yeah, like, 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 close. Like, you know, so it's like uh, you, you didn't compete against Larry Bird and Magic. You didn't, right? They ran the 80s, right? You had a two-year window, which let me remind people you had an advantage over everybody in those two years. See, no one knows Detroit Pistons were the first team to have their own private plane. So the two years that they actually won, so the year they got a private plane, that summer, they won the championship. So what ends up happening is they have way more rest than everybody else because everybody else is on commercial. right? You got these big old guys sitting on commercial fighting for aisle seats. So even like the Lakers and all? No, Lakers, no one. No, Pistons was the first team to have their own plane. They had it for the two years, and then everybody else caught up, and then that's when Michael Jordan came to town. Mm. 
Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like there's little things there that help them, right? And, you know, when you say you kick Michael Jordan's ass and all this, yeah. yeah, that was a young Michael. That was a Michael who was trying to get his feet wet once he came into his own in 1991, you was no longer existing. Your teams was not there. You won two years with an advantage, right? So, you know, I don't know why we sit here and brag like, you know, you, you guys are like, if you guys are the Lakers or, you know, Boston, I understand it, but you guys had a two blimp window at the end of the 80s yeah. and then the 90s is Michael Jordan, so. I don't think it's more so about the Pistons than it is about Zeke and Mike. Like, Zeke, not, he not tripping on the legacy of the Pistons. And Charles ain't talking about, you know, what they did between each other. It's more Mike versus Isaiah. And I'm rolling with Zeke. I got to roll with Zeke. What did he do against Michael? It ain't about what he did. It's just the history between the two. And if you hear the history when Isaiah break it down about what he did for Mike, when he was got to Chicago, mm -hmm. how it all transpired, how he introduced him to the community, made him feel safe and all these other things. He felt like the league coddled, coddled Mike, changed rules for him, and he felt like he was better than Mike. If you, if you listen to Isaiah talk, he's like, man, listen, fuck Mike. <laughs> and Mike fucked him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so the energy between the two is warranted because it's competitive. It's like, look, Zeke, like, I was the only guy that didn't stand down to Mike, and I beat his ass for two years. Yeah, but that's unrealistic. But you beat a guy, you beat a young guy. That's like but when happened, Kareem, Gil, but that's happened. what I'm saying, when Kareem was beating a young Shaq. Like, you're beating someone who's not developing, you want to brag about it. You are at the top of your class, this guy is at the bottom, and you want to brag about it. What happened when he got to the same class? You no longer existed. He got hurt. It was a season in the injury. And he keeps talking about that. He's like, if I don't break my wrist, <gasps> Mike may not win another championship. How about the following year? We your don't know. We don't the following know. year, your wrist was fine. But Wiped out. No, the he, no, the he next was year. He was done. No, he wasn't. It was a career. No, career ending injury. No. That's what he says. So that, I'm, that's what I'm saying. You listen to what he says, not record. 90-91, he got hurt, Mike won. He was back the next year, lost. Back the next year, lost. Yeah, you know the teams changed. No, you know no the they didn't change. change. No, they didn't. The teams no, changed. They did not. That was the expansion era. Yeah, the Pistons changed. Rick Mahorn, they lost some players. They, they, they lost some old-ass players that was in year 13, 14. <laughs> look, Come on, man. The bad boys but who got, got better. Bad. Who got better? The Bulls got better. The Bulls yes. got better. The Pistons did not. But look, we still Pistons was number two. We still lost. Talk. Pistons was number three. Lost. Pistons was number three. Lost. But we still talking about not the teams, but the players. So Zeke is only still salty about the situation between his ultimate arch nemesis, Michael Jordan. Like he feels like he was better than Mike, and he not gonna allow nobody else to say anything different based on how he feel about his ability. Like, I took my team to this level, and we beat him twice, and we made them change the rules so we was beating his ass up. And now, you know, Mike can be Air Jordan because they changed the rules. We can't foul him no more. We can't do this. He keep, he continually talks about the shit all the time. Brandon, I got a Brandon, question for you. Yeah. I want you to pretend like you're Isaiah Thomas. Okay. You won two championships, 92 Olympics. Yeah. We got pro players here. 
your head coach is the head coach of the Olympic team. Mm. Mm. Michael Jordan comes in and says, you can't be on the squad. If he on the squad, I'm not playing. How long would that saltiness or bitterness at MJ last? Oh, that's forever for the rest of my life. That's beef. Mm. It's eternal beef. Um, Talk it, about it, 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 it's, B. It's for the rest of my life just off the fact that that was the, I think that was the first team to go, right? So that was like, that's, that's the, that was that, the who's that, of who's. Yeah, that's the who's of who's. So to not be in those practices and not get that experience, I mean, I, yeah, I would be salty too. For the like imagine every time you're on NBA TV, the dream team dot comes on. But I think, but, but go back to your point when you said, why are, why are NBA guys so salty? I just think anybody that's like, when you're at the top and you want it and somebody's talking, talking about you that you're better than or that you know, it's kind of like, you know, you're going to get a little defensive. And it's like, who is this guy? Like, who is this guy talking to? Like, this guy's a puppet or It's something. just, it's, like I said, it's all delusion. Yes. Like, it's, it's all delusion. You have to, you really have to put perspective on it. Like, were you guys stopping Michael Jordan? Stopping him? No. Yeah. Were you hurting him? Yes. Yeah. Right? Like, you, you were hurting him. Like, there was no problem in the 80s, right? Yeah. From 80 to 88. There was no problem. 37, 33, like, he's whooping everyone's ass. Mm -hmm. Like, let's not forget where Nike came from. It came yeah. from one man, right? Yeah. He was the king. He was running through the league, and you guys were physically hurting him, not defense, clothesline, pushing him out of the air. It wasn't actual basketball. When David Stern says, hey, hey, you can't clothesline a player. We're going we're gonna to call that a flagrant one and a flagrant two. You guys forgot how to play fucking basketball now? <laughs> how the fuck do you forget how to basketball? It's not like we say you can't handshake, you can't foul him. Yeah. Hey, hey clotheslining is a flagrant. <laughs> Punching a man in the mouth yeah. is a flagrant too. Oh shit, he done changed the rules for him. He done, I can't clothesline no more. I can't hurt the man I can't guard no more. That is exactly what we're saying. We're not saying that they changed, like took hand checking off. You can't, we're saying, hey, clotheslining is a flagrant too. Okay? Yeah, yeah, put, yeah. Kicking the man in the face, eh, we, we, don't, we don't think that should be allowed in the game. And you sitting there like, yeah, you know, I don't know. It's these new rules. <laughs> these new rules is bad for us. It's like. tough love, Gil. I consider it tough <laughs> love. It's yeah. tough love. To me, I look at it like back then, they made Michael Jordan adjust his game to be a tougher player after the rules changed. Mike can say right now, if you look at Mike's interview, he said, man, these young guys have no idea what I had to go through. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to get to the level that I'm at, right? Yeah. Contribute that to the Pistons beating his ass. Like we talked about yesterday, I'm going to beat your ass. So you come back in here and you know I beat your ass. Now, in order for you not to get your ass beat no more, you got to get your ass in the weight room. You got to get stronger, mm -hmm. more durable. Now when I go in there and they try to clothesline me, it ain't taking me out. Now I'm going into my uh, 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 flip. Uh, that's going in. And one, Mike had become more durable and he become more hard when it came to just like being a gritty player because now he'd been through the trenches. Nobody else, no, he couldn't, there was nothing else he could expect from any other team out there after he got past the Pistons. I know, but that's what I'm saying. We're not talking about, we're not, he came in 84, right? Yeah. 84. So we're not talking about it, it started in 84. Right. Right? This wasn't something that was, the Pistons was doing this in 84, 85, 86. When he, they, when he was becoming who he was, yeah. they feared that. Yeah. Right? So, um, like, this is like Shaq bragging about, like, 
y'all couldn't score on him, and then everything we see, he's just clotheslining the shit out of everybody, right? That like you're physically more in power, and so. Yes, after the two losses, they lift weights, they got bigger and stronger, yeah. and the rules changed. But we're not saying the rules changed in a point where it affected them defensively. Right. They're just saying, hey, you're going to be penalized. You got to remember back then, they didn't, a punch was just a fucking fine. Yeah, right, yeah, right. <laughs> it was a fine. So he said, hey, you can't do that no more or you're going to be kicked out of the game. And, and I, they're, they're making it seem like, oh, it just changed the rules. Yeah. It's not like they put a zone in and little shit like that. They just say, you can't. I understand what you're saying too, because it's like before they won those two championships, like you said, there was no way to neutralize Jordan. Mm -hmm. Like they started playing like that to stop, stop him injury. specifically. Mm -hmm. And then when they, they found themselves being successful for two years, they're like, this is how we got to play his ass. They're like, nah, -uh, you can't keep doing can't this. Do that. You can't keep doing this to him. So now, like you said, what was it, 90, 91? 80, uh, so then it was 80, 80, 89, 90. 90. Yeah, 91, 92, 93 was their three-peat, right? Yeah, Jordan was in that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the funniest thing when, when, when they, they talk about us now. So, well, yeah, we can guard y'all. Jordan went into the weight room, and they got big and was 210. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, we spent all summer looking at it. 210, like, yeah, It's weird. It's a weird flex. <laughs> hey, you, you know what? To go back to that point where we said, would I be mad? I would be mad, but does Mike have a does Mike have the right to be mad too? Because they didn't shake his hands like after they lost. But what, it, but what does that have to do? It was with the nineties. You know, because Mike, because Mike felt like, well, when y'all whooped our ass, we, we always shook your hand. Like I always showed we you. We not respect. the same. Nah, but see that, but see that's we're not the, the same. But the, but the, it all plays a part. Like we took our ass whooping like men. Y'all made us better, right? Right. You yeah, made us yeah, better. Yeah. We lifted weights. We shook your hands. Yeah. We went into the summer. We worked out. We did this. Yeah. We beat you guys. Yeah. Now y'all want to act like little nah, girls. Nah, but we still have a character to uphold. This is you our, shook everybody else's hand. Nah, but we yeah. have a character amongst you. Because remember, we changed our philosophy to stop you. So we can't change our character because you beat us. We still want you to know we don't fuck with you like okay, that. Okay, did you do that to everybody in the league? No, because no. everybody else in the league wasn't fucking us up like you was. <laughs> but you was fucking us they up. Was. We don't they, fuck they couldn't with get you. past. They, they couldn't, couldn't get past they Boston. Couldn't Boston Mike Lakers. was Mike was Mike. We're not talking about like. But the that's team. one player. Yeah, one player. Well, but that's what I'm saying. But you, they shook everybody else's hand. Mike like didn't get his hand. Mike was mad. They didn't shake his hand. It wasn't about the rest of the Bulls. He took everybody else got high so, five. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you're taking it personal they just take on me because I, I finally I think they walked off with a couple. Yeah, of yeah they walked off. Yeah, they so just like, walked off. Like we, like that's what I'm saying. It's like it's the arrogance of them. Like, yeah. yo, you want credit for beating us, and you want credit for us becoming better men and better players, but you can't say good shit. See y'all next year. So are we going? That's go, whole shit. Don't are we going to do sportsman shit when we talk about running the score up, right? And yeah. niggas get mad because you up twenty and you go get that extra layup, and we talk about it like, but, hey, if you're trying to score on me down here, okay. I'm gonna try to score on you yeah. down here. It's the same. Logic. Yeah, the same goofy shit. It's goofy. Right? It's goofy. Yeah. But, <laughs> I can try to score on you. It's sportsmanship. Right? I try to score on you, and then you try to score. I'm mad at you. Yeah. Right, I beat your ass for two years, 
and then you beat me. I'm mad at you. I'm That's not mad. It. No, I'm not mad. I'm just not no, gonna shake player. your hand. Yeah. I'm trying to beat your ass next year. I'm yeah. not trying to leave this gym being like, yeah, you you better, you a better guy than me. Nah, fuck them. We did it. Nah. Fuck them. We did it. You got but a what did you will? But a, that's what I'm saying. We did it. Shake, though. You but we did it. Too. But that's what I'm you saying. Can't, all right, bro. You got me. I not went, not when I don't fuck. Like, we, we when you're my arch nemesis, you. I don't want to shake your hand. But we did it to you. We shook your hand. You shook your hand when, when, when you won. But, ha <laughs> yeah, we won. We beat you. Get the fuck on out of here. Now when we win, you're like, oh, nah, we don't. We don't no dream can't. team over a handshake, and you got Christian Leitner on the team. Yeah, Come on, yeah, man. But, yeah, but what I'm saying is this handshake, this this was in front of the world. world. Like everybody yeah. saw that. Like you just walked, like, no, nah, watch it. It made them. It made. Listen, like, it, 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 like, it, it, it made, made them look bad. But it, it wasn't bad. that bad that yes, you would fuck up my whole legacy yes. of my career. Because yes. my not hand shaking your hand didn't fuck up your legacy. Yeah, but maybe Mike looked up to Zeke at one point or something. It don't matter. It don't matter if looking up. It's called Reese. We are. Do we not respect, oh, respect each yeah. other's and we do not respect each other's work ethic or craft? Nah. And that's why. Nah. So, so basically, nah. so yeah. So that's okay. exactly what it yeah. gets. Nah. I don't respect your craft anymore. You don't belong on this USA team. So I you're mean, not you're not classy enough to be here. And so that's what Zeke, the, Zeke is in his feelings because he he has a reason to. Yeah. And Jordan yeah, had a reason to do what he did. This is about the USA. This is about. People who respect this game, and Zeke, I'm sorry, you didn't. But he did. It's just that I didn't respect you and your team. I respect USA. I respect, respect the Olympics. America. Yeah. I respect, uh, what does Michael Jordan, you don't control this damn team, money. Well, obviously. Just because you don't obviously, want, obviously, obviously he did. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, obviously, obviously he did. Obviously he did. Zeke is thinking like, man, I don't got to bow down to Michael Jordan to get on the Olympic team. Why would I have to do that? Yeah, why would I have look, to shake his hand to get on a team that he ain't? You don't control this team, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's why I Petty mean, comes. I in. mean, you heard what Magic and, and Bird said. It's a new sheriff in town. town. And who, who was his co the coach yeah. of the Olympic team? Was his coach? So, so that's it what had said. more to do I with. I pick your coach, not you. Yeah, <laughs> it, had, it had to do with Mike's power. I blame Chuck Daly. I pick your coach, but not you. Yeah, that is now that's a, now that's a flex. That's, that's gangster. That's a flex. That's, that's why I heard that's that's the guy now who's saying the guy who's saying that's gangster. Hey, we gonna fuck Jordan up. He said, I respect this man. <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> Watch it from the TV. <laughs> That's tough. That hurts. I'm rolling with Zeke, man. I, I love that whole rivalry. I love all the grittiness behind it, even to both sides. Like, I love Mike's perspective, the, the whole not shaking hands and some whole shit. Then, you know, Zeke, hey, Mike did some whole shit to you. Y'all both did some whole shit. Uh, it's 31 years what was later. the whole shit Mike did? Right, right. Huh? Mike Get, went getting on, better. And no, no, no. The whole shit was Mike saying, "I'm not playing on this team if he on the team." That's whole shit. Who started it? It don't matter. It's still, it does. No, I said both. I said both. I said Zeke did the whole shit. I didn't shake your hand. Mike did some whole shit. Hey man, I'm not gonna play. Yeah. I'm gonna take my ball and I'm gonna go home. Yeah. Why should I reward? Why should I reward some, you? That's whole shit. And you know that's whole shit. <laughs> it's after the fact. But it's but I never shit. started it though. I never, yeah, never, it don't I never matter started about starting it. Yes, it does. We're talking about the principle of what whole shit is. <laughs> it's shit. For you to go to the owner and be like, hey, listen, man, I don't like him. And if he on the team, I ain't playing. Well, wait, 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 wait. What do we got to do? Get him off the fucking team. Yes. I mean, the same thing happens today. I mean, it's like being petty. If you're going to be petty, all right, well, I'm going to be, be petty. petty. But what's you the petty? petty? What I'm it's saying is you can't petty. be petty and then I return it and then you, you cry about it yeah. for fucking 40 years. This is where it gets bad. 40 years. This is why it gets bad. Because Zeke never knew why he wasn't on the team. It, 40 years! And it, came out, and it came out in the last dance yeah. that Mike said, I ain't had nothing to do with Zeke not being on the 
on the team. Then they found the audio. They found the audio of Jordan talking to Chuck, saying, hey, listen, Chuck, I ain't playing on a goddamn team with Zeke on there. Wait, 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 Mike. So you don't think Chuck told Zeke why he wasn't on that Zeke team? Zeke said, I never knew why I was so, not on that team I doubt until it. I watched it. So you the coach, right? I doubt that. You the coach. You the coach. He told your head coach. You don't think they had to talk about that? No. That t- he couldn't. He couldn't. Chuck can't go tell Isaiah. Isaiah's from Chicago. He's a gang. He, he's on some on some different shit, bro. I'm sure Chuck was like MJ over there hating now, but I still got to oh, get my yeah, bag. Man. So man, MJ, man, you can shake his motherfucking hand. <laughs> he beat you, man. The moral of the story is always dap up. But let's keep this thing Respect moving. Respect the game. <laughs> Respect the, you got to dap. You always got to get the dap going. But we got to talk about current times. Uh, Battle of LA. We had the final installment last night. Mm. Lakers won the end of a five-game road trip Mm-mm. on a back-to-back after beating the Jazz in Salt Lake City. We know that air is musty. <laughs> it was the Clippers' first game since Saturday, and they looked fresh and clean, smacking the Lakers. They only won by seven, but I was at the game. Mm-hmm. It was really never in doubt. Mm. Uh, Kawhi played the entire second half, and this was the first time since game seven of the 2013 NBA Finals that he did that. Clippers have now beat the Lakers 11 straight times Dating back to 2020, LeBron has played in eight of those games, which is the most consecutive losses in his career to one team, regular season or playoffs. So we're going to, ooh, Norman Powell did his thing too, UCLA, bro, and you already know. Mm. Kawhi with the, the nice braids still. The last braid scout still holding it. <laughs> the last braid scout. <laughs> so, Gil, I'll start with you. Obviously, you're a Lakers guy. <laughs> so are you. There's been a, I'm a LeBron guy, but at Lakers by extension. Oh, wow. I'm a Lakers guy. Wherever wow. LeBron goes, we, we, okay, I've right. made that very clear. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> rocking now. Humble servant. Why he's here. Do the Clippers run L.A.? That's what, that's what 11 in a row. You don't want to Listen, listen. So it's 11 in a row, right? Which means, what, four this year, right? Since 2020. Four last year and then three. Well, in those three years... Don't Lakers got a championship? <laughs> uh, that's that's yeah. all that matters, right? Yeah. That that yeah. hardware. So in those in that eleven year, I mean in that eleven game span, Lakers got a championship. So I don't know what they're running besides they mouth. Clippers got nice billboards though. Listen, they got they're listen, spicy. They, listen, give no quarter. They, they, cute. they cute. It just it just cute. will never be. And no no, I mean obviously Lakers have seventeen championships. Clippers have zero. It just 100 years from now, the Clippers get 18 and the Lakers still have 17. Still, still Lakers town always? Yeah. Wait, Clippers yeah. got seven. I said 100 years from now, if they ended up winning 18 championships. Oh, we wouldn't even know. I'd be dead. We, exactly. We wouldn't see it. But yeah. <laughs> it's a big discrepancy. And, you know, Gil points it out all the time. <laughs> they the Clippers. <laughs> the Clippers. And just to hear that 17 to zero, that's big. But then again, when has the Clippers really had players like the Lakers? It's only been since recent times. As I said, it's 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 be, they have the stench, right? <laughs> they have the stench. It's like a it's like a, a porn star trying to be regular, right? And you just you just can't get <laughs> it out. Just now that's we, a great analogy. We, you know what I mean? We just we know who you are. Yeah? <laughs> we, know, we know we know who you, who you are. are. We, we know you're know. trying to be better, but we we. You know, we can still Google your past. You know, and that's and that's what then that's the thing with the Clippers. It's like 
like y'all are just a y'all are, y'all franchise is really what four or five years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 but only four or five are. years old. You're really an expansion team, to be honest. Real talk. Like this this yeah. this model of paying people and building, trying to build winning. That's only four or five years old. Other than that, you just you've been whoring. That's facts. Yeah, <laughs> you've been. <laughs> Yeah. They're good now, dude. <laughs> that's, that's what I like said, but we get st- that's like being a, like a Yankee fan and then you go to the Mets game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's that's like, real. It's like mm-hmm. the juniors. It's like yeah. you know they still got they got it about just, it. Don't matter. They, they just built a facility when 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 Blake Griffin. They they yeah. got their own yeah. practice, practice facility. Practice when facility. Blake Griffin yeah. got here, like yeah. come on, y'all. Now they're gonna have their own arena. So it's hard to compare, like you know, for regular season awards, right? Yeah, against the the. The Lakers, okay, they can say, hey, you know, we 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 beat, you know, we beat our rival <laughs> a few times, you know, but for the overall look at the NBA, no one. So how many championships would the Clippers need to win to get some respect? From who? From the city. Mm. Uh, would one. one do it? One. Two? Yeah. It's one. One? At least three. How? You got at least one like how many years? I, has I it mean, been? to become a winning culture, they've right? been around. Like you yeah. need, there've been several incarnations. Listen, like Buffalo, like, are you trying to turn it into a winning culture, or we just I mean, saying right, okay. respect? Well, we just well, saying well, respect. Well, the, the, from the Lakers, from the Laker fans, you would never get never, respect. Yeah, from yeah. yeah. Okay, but for the city, Clipper fans are delusional though. Like if you are a true Clipper fan, you are a nut job. <laughs> Marcellus Wiley, uh, Clipper Daryl, they're, 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 they're nuts, bro. Billy Crystal? Right, they're all nut jobs. When you hear them, Clippers can lose right now, tomorrow, tomorrow. All of them will be on there talking about 2024 Clippers chip. Right? Like, Clippers chip 2024. They ride. It really don't matter. Like, 11 in a row, that's a championship for them. Real talk. They don't care. Yeah. Right? So... If, if they win a championship, oh, you might as well just check the fuck out of L.A., man. Because yeah, yeah. to okay. them, that's it. That's why I said one. Okay. One, one for them, that's it for them. One, one. for them, the city, they the city. feel like the city respects them. It ain't that the city will respect them. They feel that. Like yeah. I said, the delusion man, of it. They right in Inglewood where yeah. the new arena's at. Right. It ain't coming back downtown. Yeah, yeah. you know what? At the end it of the day, it's, like, it's going to stay right. It's going to stay on that side of town. It's going to hit towards Orange County. Yeah, you, you don't want Clippers. Oh, you don't want a Clipper to champ. Oh, my God. That, you know how horrible that would be? <laughs> yeah. That would be horrible. Yeah. Man, you got to talk about how horrible it'll be, though, Gil. You can't just outline it like it's gonna be. You live, you from here? Do you, you know there? the parade? Man, uh, the American flag colors. The, the American, oh, yeah. unclassy, <laughs> unclassy, unclassy. <laughs> the oh, the city of gangbangers to be united, the oh, crimson bloods having hands, fun and joy. Oh my god, <laughs> shit. So let's let's take a look. <laughs> that might be, they are riot. That's the type of we all classy. Got wine, yeah. you know, cigars, smoking. <laughs> so let's take a look <laughs> at the the Western Conference standings. Let's pull those up. We talked about this on the show yesterday. So the Clippers won the game. Yes, sir. Great for them. Uh huh. But they jumped up to that fifth seed. Yep. Mm. And look who's looming at number four. So mm. they won but lost. Is that really a win? That's all I'm gonna ask you. Is that really a win? No. So they mm. should have threw that joint. Can't throw it if the other team is throwing it. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you Somebody can't throw it when the other team is throwing it. Somebody got zero, it. Zero, zero. Oh, man. That 
is hilarious. So yeah, they, they won that, but now now they're squarely in that, that fifth spot. There's two games left, I believe, so a bunch of shenanigans is going to take place. I thought that the Clippers and Warriors were going to collude to get the Lakers in that spot as one last fuck you for the season. Mm-hmm. But LeBron said, no, I'm going to drop this 33, but oh. we're going to have this L. But let's talk about Russell Westbrook. I know you're one of your favorite players. So this be real. Westbrook's tenure with the Lakers was sad. They was calling him Westbrook, booing Woody shot. I mean, I was at the game last night. It was a, technically a Clippers home game. <laughs> they were booing Woody. I told you. I but, told you. But it was Lakers fans. It was, Lakers it was fans, like bro. probably 60% Lakers fans. But I'm just for me, it was like, damn, literally a Clippers home game. Westbrook still can't escape those boos. And this is supposed to be the team that's rocking with you now. But, you know, Lakers locker room called him a vampire. We all saw that clip with him and LeBron when he's like, let's just have fun. Lakers fans have had a lot of fun using that clip. But Westbrook now on the Clippers seems like it's completely different. Team has rallied behind him. After the game last night, Bones Highland said that they really ramped up in practice because they wanted to get this dub for Westbrook. So, okay, I'll start with you first. What's the difference between Lakers Westbrook and Clippers Westbrook? Um, just team backing. Mm. I mean, this is the best. I mean, you know, his numbers on the Lakers is actually better, mm-hmm. right? Overall, his numbers are better with the Lakers, right? He has a higher percentage. Actually, this is the highest percentage he's shot in his career, 48% from the field, um, which is he hasn't done that in his career yet. Um, but when it comes to just his overall play, <laughs> he's played better with the Lakers yeah. than the Clippers, but the Clippers are are actually embracing him versus trying to throw him under the bus pretending that he's the reason. That's yeah. the only thing that's yeah. the difference. Well, so, I mean, I f- I also, I feel like it's easier. Mm-hmm. Like, the pressure. Like, it's a, you're playing for the Clippers. So it's, you know, the, 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 I mean, I'm just saying, but the pressure isn't like what to put on the Laker uniform where mm-hmm. Lakers, they, they expect you to be the player that you were and come in here and win, and win rings. And when that doesn't happen, it's kind of just like, all right. But the Clippers, I mean, it's easier. Like, the lights are more brighter in there. Like, you know, the Lakers is like, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's a little bit, it's just, it's just tougher being from L.A. playing for the Lakers. So yeah. the Clippers kind of like, all right, well, you know. Then you look at the pressure, like you said, the pressure is off him so he can have fun now. Yeah. Right? So you see him play. When he was bricking and shit with the Lakers, <laughs> you could tell that shit wasn't fun. Like, sometimes you miss a shot, miss two, miss three. You could still keep that fun feeling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you know you got a couple more shots to shoot. But Russ now, it's like he looks energetic. He looks like he can look back at the, the bench and everybody like, nah, man, keep shooting that shit. Keep going because mm-hmm. that's the motor he needs to keep his, his balance between thinking, thinking too much and then going out there and just hooping. Like he, he's always been, let me hoop, man. Just let me hoop. But- now that he hooping, he looked like. You know what I'm saying? He can take them somewhere. But imagine on the, the Lakers, when he's getting ready to shoot, and you got the crowd screaming, no! Yeah, but you. that's what fucks with you. That's what I'm saying. Like, right? It, it's, 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 the Clippers ain't tripping? Like I said, he's same, same, like he's doing the same exact thing, shooting 48%. That changes because of starting and benching. Yep. People don't understand that. If I warm up before the game, and then after that warm up, I'm in the game. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm hot. Yeah. I'm yes. warm. Yeah, I'm ready. Versus now I'm coming off the bench for the first time, sitting, you know, six, seven minutes. Now, those shots I would have took, now I'm reluctant because now I want to get up and down a few times. Yes. But now if I'm open, I got to take them because I'm used to taking them. Mm-hmm. Now those are more likely fucking bricks. Oh, yeah. 
right? That changes, that changes the dynamic of play, right? Like a bench player who's came off the bench for years, they have a mentality yes. already, yes. right? Like, all right, I got to get warm. Like, you already know, I'm about to come in at the six-minute mark. So at the four-minute mark, you already hey, give me a heat pack. Yep. Then put the heat <laughs> pack on the heater, right? You you got a little. You you start doing your routine. Well, if, if you've never been on the bench before, and you get benched, and he's like, all right, Gil, get in. Oh, mm. right now. Oh, all shit. Right. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> all right. And then now I get in, and now my shot is open. Like, God damn, I ain't. Ah, fuck, hands hands are cold as hell, yeah, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's there's more to it than people think, right? It's, it's, it's really more to it. Like, as, as a player who's seen what putting a starter on a bench does, I always, I, I asked my coach, I said, if you, if you start Reeves or bring him off the bench, mentally, if he doesn't get affected and he's going to give you the same output, why would you start him when you know him going on the bench fucks his game up? Yep. It fucks his game up. Mentally, him coming off the bench, you lose him as a player. Mm -hmm. But if you don't gain or lose anything with Reeves then it's the obvious choice because what ends up happening is your team becomes weaker if you start Reeves and then you bench Westbrook because mentally Westbrook is not ready for it. Right. So him coming in, his production's fucked up yeah. anyway. So yeah. you actually lose the whole player. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, that happened, you know, with us, with Brennan Haywood, mm. right? Eton, no matter if Eton started or not started, he was going to play how he played. Right. Brendan, being a starter coming off the bench now to someone he thinks is less than him, he's mentally fucked up, yep. right? So now we, we just lost our center. Man. Right? And, and people don't really understand that. It's confidence. Yeah. It's all confidence. So you look at that um, analysis you just gave with Austin. You look at the same thing with Jordan Poole, mm -hmm. right? And these are guys that you can say, look at their numbers when they start. Mm -hmm. Look at their numbers when they're coming off the bench. Look at Russ the same way. You're like, all right, look at the numbers when he's coming off the bench. Mm -hmm. Look at his numbers when he's starting. It's all confidence, mm -hmm. especially when you build up a routine of knowing that you're going to start. Like B said earlier in, in a couple episodes, I like to hear my name from the PA system in the starting lineup. Mm -hmm. That's a whole confidence yeah. thing that we grew up on yeah. from North Carolina yeah. six, that. six. Uh, Like yeah. when you hear that, yeah. Ooh, yeah. then you get the one, two, three team. Yeah. Oh. There, do your little whatever. Yeah, you, you get to do your yeah. thing, right? Yeah. So that's all confidence. So think about confidence that Austin Reeves has in the starting lineup playing for the fucking Los Angeles Lakers. Come, you, opposed to being the, but the guy get, coming off the bench. But his numbers don't change. Of course not. But the confidence does. I don't, what does that? His confidence is the same. Right. So you look at Russ. His confidence gonna change because yeah. he's not used to this routine coming off the bench. He's used to coming that motherfucker. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's used to his yeah. dancing. Like, you done fucked all that up. <laughs> fucked it all like, up. I, he didn't even dance with the Lakers. <laughs> oh no. Uh uh. Like the, that's what I'm saying. You took away the whole, the whole his swag. whole swag. Yeah. Yes. And B, you talked about that. In Milwaukee. In Milwaukee. Me, me when they take taking, away your taking, swag, taking away you, your, you yeah. on eggshells now. Think about how yeah. Russ was like, man, I don't think these niggas really even fuck with me like this. Mm -hmm. Now he with the Clippers where he come in after mm -hmm. a good game. Everybody like, yeah, Russ, they dapping him up. They like, Russ is our guy. Like mm -hmm. his energy when he got confidence is contagious. Yeah. And 
that's the one thing I always loved about Russ is his fire. When he got on the court and he brought that energetic, contagious fire of just let's beat the ass. Mm -hmm. If you one of them, oh, you love to be. You love to be around Russ. You like, oh yeah, let's go kill him. Let's go kill him. But then if you muzzling that that hostile mm -hmm. territory, yeah, yeah. it's a tough crowd out mm -hmm. there, right? And the motherfucker can't bite. Ah, get his muzzle on. Like take the muzzle off that man. Let him go out here and tear their ass up. Hey, look, sir, I came off the bench. I came off the bench a few times, right? <laughs> I was an asshole bench player, right? So. The first time I was just coming back from injury, right? So I was just coming back and me and Eddie decided that, you know, uh, I'm gonna I'm bring you in at the nine minute mark, right? Nobody knows you coming in. So I was warming up in the, um, the, the uh, practice court, okay. right? Getting warm on the practice court, right? Okay. Waiting for the time to get there. And then what ends up happening is on a timeout, I just came out. I just came out in the timeout and then got checked in. Right. Right. So it made it seem like, oh, this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So some selfish shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that was part of the whole thing. The crowd got involved and, you know, and then everybody, like, it was like, okay, yeah. Right. He's always oh, playing with us. Yeah. But, you know, they knew. Yeah. It was just a media thing and a crowd thing. And then the first time I actually came off the bench was coach thought I was going to be late because it's part of my routine on back to back. Right. And me and him had a little thing. You know, I questioned. His coaching um, and the strategy, what we was doing, I'm like, yo, why are we still fucking with our lineup when we're getting, trying to get ready for the playoffs? Right. Right. And, you know, usually on back to back, I come in at five. So usually I'm at the gym at three. On back to back time, five, I come at five. We start, um, we start walk around, shoot around. And um, Antonio Daniel goes in for me and then he gives me the game plan. But this day, I was like, you know what, let me go on the fuck to practice early. So I get there at 445, mm -hmm. right? So from from the locker room, you know, I'm sitting, but I ain't, I ain't participating because this is not part of my routine. 100%. Right? So I'm just sitting there, right, watching. We Raymond Felton, right, we're playing Charlotte. I'm like, let's just bust our ass yesterday doing this dumb shit. We, <laughs> we not even going, all right, ain't going to fuck us up again, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> getting ready for the, uh, getting ready for the uh, game, right? <laughs> Nothing's up there, so there's no names, you know? So he's like, uh, someone's like, hey, uh, coach, so we doing a lineup, uh, do we doing a lineup that we said before shoot around? Lineup before shoot around? What the fuck is that? <laughs> right? So, boom, my name, took my, and in my name, Deshaun, Steve, and Antonio, said, oh, man, I'm not playing this shit, man, I'm going home, y'all dumb, dumb. Right? So they had to convince me to come back, right? What? So I'm on hot, right? Like, I ain't even want to warm up, sit on the bench. Hey, what the fuck y'all do over here? <laughs> this is what y'all do? We just sit here? <laughs> man, this shit look goofy, man. Uh, this, is, this is why I don't pass y'all the ball, this man. Is the energy. This, is, this is what y'all do here. Just <laughs> sit here, watch real players play. Like, I'm on one. Oh, like, man. I'm hot. Like, I'm real hot. I'm just, I'm just talking shit <laughs> about, about this whole environment of here. Just, just, letting it, just yeah. drinking water and Gatorade. Huh, this is what we're doing over here. Getting flags shit. and shit, You're an asshole. Yeah, I'm just being an asshole. Yeah, I, like, I'm not feeling none of it, right? Like, I'm getting benched for what? I wasn't late. Real talk. I wasn't late. You just thought I was going to late. You just bitched because we have a problem. So I'm just fucking up this whole vibe. Went out there, got hurt. <laughs> Damn. Yep, that's how I got. That's why. Yeah.
And that's Without a, a minute and a half into it. That's a different type yeah. of mentality. Like when you see and feel that energy of what, mm. what we deal with, because, you know, I was a bench player. I was over mm. there. I started a couple times, but that routine that we got to go through over there, it's, it's a lonely like, little man, routine over there. Like it just fucked my whole life. Like I'm used to doing my little things, mm. clapping, clapping, clapping. Uh, all right, this is what we're doing. Heat pack. We see the heat pack. This is what y'all doing over here, you sorry motherfucker. <laughs> like, look, I'm just hot, man. I'm just hot. Just fucking with everybody now. On 10. Yeah, just on look 10. goofy, man. Y'all just look like some goofy ass people over here. Goofy. Standing up before we score our first two points is goofy shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. So you was a teammate that never stood up when motherfuckers was scoring, and she was like, what y'all standing up for? When? When the other team, when the team, when your team scored, no, no, I'm sitting down, I'm resting because I just got subbed out. I need to rest for the next minute and a half and then I'm going back in. What you talking about, brother? That's 42 minutes, 43 hey, minutes, man. I ain't got time to sit on that. I'm not getting up for nothing. Hey, I got I got to get my water, you know, get the towel, look at the plays, like what happened, you know, what did it, and then I'm back in the game. I ain't got time to be sitting there vacationing. <laughs> yeah, what is that? You know? Yeah, shock, shock, shock. What the hell is that going on? Oh, shit. Oh, shit. the time I've been on this, we blew a team out. I got to sit and relax. Other than that, I'm just looking for numbers. Hey, hey, hey looking ball, for numbers. Hey, ball kid, go up there and give, give old girl my number. I don't know what the, I don't, I didn't really know what this routine was. That was definitely the play. That was definitely the play back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. That, that was all ball play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go get that, go get that. The one to the left, the one to the left. The one to the left. Yeah, that one, that one. Yeah, that's a wild hey, hey, you ever did this? This is this was some real. When when a girl walk in, you start looking and see who's looking at her. Like, who girl is that? Uh -huh, uh -huh, who girl yep, is that? Uh -huh, uh, yeah. Okay, nobody on this side. Yep. Mm -hmm. We don't care about that side. Yep. Yep, always, <laughs> yep. Yep. always looking. You looking like yeah? Who, who looking? Who looking? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. okay, I, used to, I used to try to just mask. I'm like, hey, look, don't look, don't look, don't look, don't let them know it's yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let them know it's yours. Don't let them know it's yours. Have you ever been in that situation and got rejected? By somebody in the stands. I did. Does it hurt? Somebody else's work. Oh, that's fine. It, and you didn't know. It's, it's a, I didn't. That's it's the most important thing. Yeah, it's like, like why she ain't give me the number? And it's like, you find out, you see her at the club, and she's like, I know such a thing. You're like, oh, shit. Mm. You his work? <laughs> his work? Oh, you his work? <laughs> you his work? Yeah, he got a lot more money than me. And you okay, I was about to say. You stay over there <laughs> with them. What if he was lower than you on the total party? Well, I got the caveat. Okay. Just making sure. Just making sure. I just ran after the cheerleaders. You got the cheerleaders? What? They're not allowed to. They're not allowed to talk to us. Who was? They make $200. $200 for the performance. You really think they actually was caring about the $200? I don't know. $200. I got pushed back. Oh, nah. The Miami cheerleaders are different. They're the only ones I wanted. Come on, short it to the crib. Uh, got the pool, jacuzzi in the back. What you talking about? Uh, uh, heated. 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 We go to, we go to more. We go to mornings and everything. Heated. Heated. Look, two hundred dollars they give for the goddamn wizards, boy. Uh, I even picked the cheerleaders one year. <laughs> Man, what? I was upset. There was one year I was upset. I was like, wait, hold on. Who are these? <laughs> Why they look like this? Ooh, are we getting real dancers? Like, nah, man, fuck all that dancing and shit, man. Nobody get drunk. We don't care about the dancing. I said, you think these men in here care if the routine is nice? Nope. No, we want to compete with Miami and Atlanta. 100%. Right? Miami and Atlanta, that's all. We don't Miami want, and Atlanta. We don't need classy. We need assy, assy around here. So I'm in there picking. Like, yeah. As soon as I see routine, out, out, <laughs> out. 
out. I don't care. <laughs> no. hey, did you just bust a move? Look, I got girls in there. Pretty case spin. Finals. Finals. Uh -huh. <laughs> there you go. You know, just shake the pom pom. <laughs> that was the best. Hey, that was the best looking group we had that year. Bitch, you better not bust a move. You out <laughs> of here. Hey, they can't listen. They probably can't shake their ass, but they look good. <laughs> so let's. On that note, keep this thing moving. <laughs> let's talk about these Mavs. So Brandon, obviously, you t you said the Mavs weren't going to make the playoffs. Yeah. They're right now tied for tenth with the Thunder. Technically, eleven seeds. They don't own the tiebreaker, but they kept their playing hopes alive thanks to Kyrie putting the team on his back. Kyrie dropped 19 of his 31 points in the fourth quarter and went over the Kings. Like I mentioned, they're 10th, but OKC owns the tiebreakers. They got two games left, at home versus the Bulls. Ooh, that's tough. In the season finale versus the Spurs. So are the Mavs going to the play-in or to the playa, which is Spanish for beach? Ooh. I mean, for the NBA's sake, I would say they are. Over OKC? Yeah, I yeah. think more excited. Like, you know, you got Luka, Kyrie. I mean, it's better. It's better there in it to me than than OKC, um, just because you just never know with those guys. Entertainment. Mm -hmm. I'm Adam Silver. I'm like. So if they get yeah. that tendency, can they do anything? Can they can they actually make the playoffs? As the AFC, they'd have to win two games on who, the road. Who would they be playing? They would be playing. So if it it, it started today, because you know this thing is always in flux. So if it started today, well, hold on. Let me get my things right. Yeah, we could put the standings up. If it started today, well, let everybody and, see and they got it over the Thunder, they'd be playing the Timberwolves in Minnesota and then the winner of the Lakers-Pelicans game. So if they won, if they get there, play Minnesota. I mean, they could beat they Minnesota. They can beat Minnesota. They could beat Minnesota. And then, and then they play OKC. Then we, they play, we would hope the Pelicans for wait, our Then they would play the Pelicans? In, in New Orleans. They could beat the Pelicans. Yeah. I say they choke both of those games and they, they break that whole little Dallas thing up. It looks good, and you know we optimistic about them, but I think they fuck it up. I think they fuck it up just with the energy that's looming, with the no defense, and you know, the Kyrie coming in. Don't know if he's gonna stay or resign. I think it's a lot of energy that's just muddled up. That's gonna fuck up that whole situation. I think they gonna lose out. Oh, they got two. They got two, two easy games. games. They got, easy. I mean, they got two easy games they can win. They don't play no defense. They can score, but it's two guys on that team that can get 40. Yeah, mm, but they all. In the same game. And, and, and it's like, all we got to go do is win two more. They can do that. We watching them lose games. They should win. So the Thunder got the Jazz and the Grizzlies. I imagine that Grizzlies game, they're going to have that two locked up. They're not really tripping. Yeah, see, they go. Jazz. Yeah, know. Jazz, they still fighting. But they only fight when it's playing against the Lakers. Then everybody want to come back. Colin Sexton missed 20 games, but yeah. he was... He was ready to go for the yeah, Lakers. Yeah, so I said they're gonna win the next two games. So who's a better team, Utah or Dallas? Dallas. Dallas is a better team than Utah. Yeah. I'm going with Utah. I think they got a better cohesiveness, even though Dallas got better players. But I think Where's the way they've been playing, shit, Utah actually played defense yeah. out and there. Both at home, and they're Bull, both at home. Bulls yeah. in Dallas, Spurs in Dallas to end the season. Yeah. Ooh. So let's talk. Mm. A little bit about, about Luca. Uh, in regards to him being food on the defensive end, Luca had this to say. I've been playing basketball for three straight years. Four weeks in between, it was free. Sometimes it's really hard for me to play really hard on both ends. 
But obviously, the defensive end, I got to be way better. I had to give a little no, look you in there. Ca- you get canceled, bro. Get him. A little look. Get him, Miguel. You going to do it. You got to do it. You can understand the inflection of what he would. He didn't say it like a real nigga in the hood. He said it like a Slovenian. So you got to say it, though. You got to get in the character. You got to go full Slovenian. I used to do Luca voiceovers back in the day. Some of them performed well. Some of them didn't. But I had more of like a Mario, Mario type of character with it. So it didn't make any sense, but Slovenia, Italy, their culture was, 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 was bad. I'm all over the place. But Luca's defensive rating is a career worse this season. So, but a question for you, because we've talked about this before. Is it really Luca's job? Does Luca really need to worry about defense? Is, is that for the rest of the team to worry about? Yeah, look, 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 look. I know what he's going to say. Hey, listen. <sighs> How much he average? It don't even matter, right? <laughs> right. Um, you got me sweating, man. I'm not con- I'm not concerned with if he can play defense or not at this point in his career because I don't have, I don't have the team dy- dynamic defensively, mm-hmm. you know, to to really match if he took it on by himself because you know it's, you know, there's only like one one player. <laughs> And the guard position that that actually played enough defense when his team wasn't that good defensively, and that was Tony Allen, mm. right? Other than that, you know, you got to have other players that can really help you stop certain players. So Steph won, and he, he was tofu on defense. Yeah, right. He was, you know, got so, better though. We got to get Steph better. Yeah. Oh, he did. Yeah, he got better. Yeah, he he got got yeah, but he won a championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah the first, yeah, the first time. But you go back to even to 2016. I remember the Cavs players specifically saying, even on that last play where Kyrie hit the the three in his grills, like, yo, we were trying to key in on Steph, mm-hmm. get him on the island. But the reason why Steph is hard to key in on is because they had great team defense. Team defense yeah. yeah, right. So Luca, he don't got Nothing. that. that that's the one thing Steph is his hand, like his safety net is. Yeah. Draymond back there, mm-hmm. Clay back there, guys, Looney or Bogut, whoever it was, got his back. Right. That, Rip used to tell me that shit too. Like, and I think I would go in there and be like, Rip, I'm cooking you tonight. I'm gonna cook you. He's, He's like, like, nope. I'm sending you straight to them big motherfucker back there. Boy, you ain't doing shit tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and that's serious. Like, people don't realize that. Like, you, you're, he's dead serious. Like, you like, you really wanna get Rip on the island and take advantage of him, but you got four other defenders that's protecting. So there's really no, but that's when I understood the real key of basketball. And the real key was this. I'm going to take advantage of the best defensive player because no one's going to help him. Boom. Right? So I'm going to, if like when we played Cavs, right? Instead of me going against uh, Delonte West or Booby Gibson or uh, Mo Williams, now I want to switch Braun. All right, let's go. Because no one's going to help Braun. They think Braun, because Braun plays great defense, he don't need protection. Yes. Mm-hmm. I want to score on the guy who doesn't need protection. See, when, when you're trying to score on the weakest guy, everyone is prepared to help. Yeah. becomes harder. Yes. No one's prepared to help. Clay Thompson. No one's prepared to help Kawhi. No one's uh, prepared to uh, help. um, mm, Who else is out there? Uh, Who's a great defensive player by themselves? 
Yeah, Patrick Beverly. Patrick, yeah. And no one's prepared to help them. So if you straight line them, it, take, it takes everybody off, you know. Yep. You know, but if I'm sitting there getting ready, trying to take Steph, load up, load up, load up, load up, load up, right? So, you know, you have to be one of those type of players too, try, to try to understand, like, who you go at. Because if, they're te- if they got great team defense, you're not going to take advantage of the guy anyway. Well, I'll tell you one thing. This ain't the EuroLeague, so <laughs> he better learn how to play defense fast. I mean, um, because if not, then Dallas ain't going nowhere. Like, regardless if Steph didn't know how to play or wasn't a good defensive player, he still got better. Like, he got – every year I feel like he was getting better, though, with, with it. And that's what helped the team also with it, too. So he has to have the mm-hmm. will to want to be able to play defense, though. Yeah, well, it's, I, I mean, it is. It's, it's all – It's, it's all. will, though, because if it's not – conditioning, then, too. Conditioning, uh, the will, and – also, your team is just always going to be just right there. You're mm-hmm. never going to get over the hump until you make the... So you got to talk about Steph, and, and just to mention, Steph has improved defensively in years past. This is the lowest defensive rate he had in his career. That's why they probably been so nasty on the road this year. That's neither here nor there. But you talk about Steph and the team being able to hide his kind of defensive flaws, but it seems like you got now Luka and you got Kyrie on that side. So now you need three players instead of four to hide those defensive inefficiencies. I look at it. I look at it this way: If you're gonna not play defense, right, and the guy's not actually going at you, you got to be the rover guy. The rover guy is the smartest guy on the floor because he has to take up all the other deficiencies of the players who can't play defense. So if you got two good defensive players on the court, everybody else's liabilities. The rover guy makes up for it. It's like the mic back in football, and when you can roll, it's literally like. I have more of a job as a defensive player, as a rover, because I got to be talking on the backside. I got to help. I got to help. You're leaving one guy open all the time. I had the ability to play defense, but I would rather be the rover because, one, you could take breaks. You could take off because the guy that I'm playing against ain't a threat. I'm guarding Shefalosa, mm-hmm. right? I know he can't shoot, but sometimes you get caught up, standing straight up, Shefalosa go back door, get a little cut, or he hit his three that you ain't really close out on because you're like, ah, he with us. These are the little things that make you look bad as a defender, right, because you're roving. But as Luca, if somebody's going at you and you're not playing no defense, now that's a whole different dynamic of what you just said, that like intensity, like taking the challenge, like I want to guard this guy. Like if you don't got that energy or that mentality, you look worse yeah. than a rover guy that's not playing. You like you just don't care. And we was talking about it earlier about when Luca complains, crying to the refs, and it's four on five on the backside, and you still down here talking like, yeah. man, that was a foul, that was a foul. We giving up a point down here, and now there's no accountability because you're like, but, 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 but I got fouled. Yep. But I got you're doing fouled. It more than once, though. You're you doing know, it more than thing, once in a this, game. This is the best thing about basketball when you complain. <laughs> I've never seen a referee make a call, right? You complain and y'all walking down. He's like, you know what? <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> hey, 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 stop playing. <laughs> Motherfucker's right. He's right. Let's turn this shit back around and get him the ball. <laughs> never, right? Like, come on. Why, why? Like, like, look, I, I understand that it's just our, it's just part of nature yeah. that we do it, but we do have to realize, like, the motherfucker ain't going to change his, like, we already move it. They're not going to just stop. The referee timeout. Like, yeah. makes me look stupid as a rest. Just shut the fuck up and keep moving. Yeah, we'd be on their ass. For like I just three, told you I'd get your ass back in the <laughs> three plays straight. We'd be on their ass like, ref, like we still complaining about the call three calls ago 
And he's not going to change that goddamn car. Yeah, I know, because the motherfucker ain't acknowledged me yet. <laughs> he ain't even looked yeah, look my way yet, goddammit. Yeah. I know you hit me. <laughs> Get the last one. So y'all talked about Luca being, you know, a crybaby. One person who I think would agree with y'all, Tim Hardaway Sr. Uh, Tim made an appearance on a show recently, and he had this to say about Luca. Wait, say who? Tim Hardaway Sr. Senior. Yes, yeah. senior. Not, not junior. It's the crossover. He might, he might be fumbling junior's bag, but... Yeah, where's junior play at? Uh, with this Dallas Mavericks. So oh, yeah, you might as well so go senior, ahead and tag <laughs> it up. This is, what, this is what Senior said. It's our fault as a league that Luka has become a crybaby. There are a lot of people that are babies now. We made the league that way. So that's what Senior said. Junior heard about it. Junior was quick to get in bag protection mode. He came to Luka and Kyrie's defense. Basically said his pops was tripping. Say he loved pops, but pops tripping. Oh, okay, smart. 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 Said that Kyrie and Luka have both been great leaders in this locker room. He doesn't have any issue with them whatsoever. But I want to ask y'all, and you already alluded to it. Is Luka a crybaby? And at some point, he's 23 now. He's still got a lot of maturing to do. But does he need to shake that stigma around him and toughen up? We, we, we're, all, we're all crybabies in our own way, right? We all, we all think that, you know... We don't foul, and we're being fouled every single time. 100%. Right? That's just you know. We just think we you know. That's the way our brains work. Like you know, every time I drive to the hole, I think I'm being fouled. Yep. Every time somebody's driving, I don't give a fuck what I do. I didn't touch him. Right? <laughs> like what I do, Revin? Nigga, you you can see the scratches all down his arm and shit. What what I do? Like <laughs> dirty your nails, blood coming out. Yeah. Like you know. So it's it's just one of those things where you know it just you just mature with time, um, like. Like Conley, right? Never complained ever. Never. Never. Like whatever the ref goes, he just keeps moving. Like he, you know, he's disciplined to understand that it don't matter. Like it, I'm not gonna change your minds. You know, I'm just gonna keep moving. I don't even think he's ever had a technical. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think Conley's ever had a tech. You know, that's just one thing he prides himself. Like I'm gonna just play this game. I'm not gonna complain about the game and just keep it moving. Yeah. I mean, Luca's still young. So he got—he uh, had one in 2014, but it was overturned. Uh, so he, you're absolutely right. You have to have a tech. I mean, but Luca's still young. So you know, what, what's Luca? 23. Yeah. 23. Yeah. So he's still young. I mean, you know, he's still—he has a lot of success early. So you know, a lot of that comes w- with it. I feel yeah, like yeah. too, like you know, you're getting, you know, you're getting spoiled early. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, you want you want things, um, but he'll be all right. I think. You know, give him a couple of years, he'll be fine. Let's talk about why, though. <clears throat> the why. The why, why are you complaining? Do you need this as a competitive edge to get fouled, to get all the calls going your way so that you feel good about your game? See, I've heard Lucas the type of guy, like, he wants to take those long, long half-court shots, those three-quarter court shots because he likes to make them and all that. So if he don't get to push it off, he gets upset. Like, he's internalizing things that he's used to doing. So if you're used to getting fouled, used to getting calls, and you're not getting them, it's affecting how you look at your game when you go home. Like, man, I didn't get these calls. I didn't get this, this, this. It affected the outcome because I ended up with 28, and I should have had 37. I should have went to the free throw line at least six more times. Mm-hmm. And I remember in this play, this play, and this play, I got fouled, and he didn't call it. And it's like he's using these situations 
to reflect on his game like, damn, man, these motherfuckers ain't giving me the call. They ain't giving me this. They ain't giving me that. But then again, like you said, we know we foul. Mm -hmm. And we know they missed calls. So what is the point, is it, to, to harp on crying about every single call when you're already a high-profile superstar? You get all the fucking calls anyway. Mm -hmm. But you want every fucking call, right? So now it's an expectation for every time you go to the, to the hoop and somebody barely touch you, that's a foul. And I'm a big believer that don't touch my body. Don't touch my flesh. Mm -hmm. It's a foul. You touch me, it's a foul, mm -hmm. right? So I, I get that. Like, hey, he hit me. But then again, there's the tough, tough side. We just talked about Michael Jordan having to go back, recalibrate because it's a tougher league. We went away from that shit. So ain't no tough league. Ain't no recalibrate. It's all, if you don't give me the foul, I feel like it's fucking up my game. It's a turnover, right? James Harden go in there, he don't get a foul. That's a turnover. Yep. That's a turnover. So now I'm looking at the ref like, man, fuck this ref. That's, you putting turnovers on my game. Yes. And that, that, that make you a crybaby. Mm -hmm. like, it's, it's, like, like some people just have disadvantages. Yeah. Right? Like you, you have a disadvantage because of how you play the game, what's your advantage, and we expect you to play through it. And that's the shit I hate yeah. from the refs. Right? When they use that, like, yo, I just got fouled. Well, you, you're much stronger than him. The fuck does that mean? <laughs> the fuck does that mean? You are supposed to make that yeah, like, yeah. like, yeah. like that's not like you know. So like a player like a Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, uh, Demarcus Cousins, um, you know, Greek the Freak, uh, White, LeBron, Dwight. Those guys are just so physically gifted that that as a referee. You have to tilt it against them, or you're sitting there blowing every single every foul. Single call, yep. Because, like, every time Shaq got in the post, you can call a foul because yeah. he's so big. I have to foul him just to play regular defense. Yeah. yeah. So that becomes the thing, like Demarcus Cousins. So when we sit back and say, yeah, he's playing like a baby, we have to really understand what's going on. Yep. Because they're fouling him to try to stop it, and the rep is like, no, you're going to have to pay through it. I can't just call 40 fouls. And he's like, why? Why can't you? Yeah. If all 40 are fouls because you're bigger, you're more skilled, and I have to give some room here. Like, I've listened to reps was like, listen, every time Shaq back down, it's a foul. Yep. He said, but we can't just blow the whistle every single time. That's a disadvantage to them because they're smaller. He said, so, you know, when, you know, we have players and we say, listen, hold it right here and here. And then Shaq is just, ah, ah. Now he got a whole knee in him. <laughs> and I'm like... Knee. <laughs> it, it is not really affecting Shaq, so but we so we gonna allow it to to yeah. happen. So you know those guys are gonna bitch more because they're like, yo, don't I don't want to hear that I'm I'm stronger. I should have made it, yeah. right? I don't want to hear that. That's that's a cop out. And refs will say that shit. Go get in the weight room. Go, go get in the work weight room. Work your game some more then. Hey. But that's the but that the no, no. The more you work in the weight room, the less you are gonna get because you just expect like if you guys played one on one, right? We already know how this looks, right? He's backing you down. Yeah. Think about everything you got to do to keep him off. Hold, grab, disadvantage. Right? I'm doing, I'm, doing I'm You're extra. doing all everything, yeah. anything extra, yeah. right? Yeah. You're holding on him. And then what can you do? Flop. 
Hope that they give it to you. I'm going the other way. I'm hoping. You drive any little tap, your body's gone. 100%. Foul again. Every time. So that's not a game you want to, you don't want to play against a player like that. Oh, no. Because you're at a disadvantage on both sides of the, you go, you hit him with a little boom, you're flying. Offensive. Yep. He tries it with you. He come on down. It's just gonna be the same. Like, every like AI yeah. was the hardest person to guard. Cause any when he's moving full full speed, any touch, his body was gone. Yes. So it's like one of those things. Like, just go, man. Uh, it's Kevin Martin too. Kevin Martin was one of those guys. Just can't touch him. Can't Ginobili. Touch him. Ah, yeah. Like, then, like you talk about Shaq though. Like Shaq used to run the floor, and big man rules. Run to the middle of the rim, turn and seal. How the hell can you stop nope. Shaq from doing that without fouling him? No. And, and look, Shaq was never a complainer. No. Think about it. Shaq wasn't no crybaby. He didn't cry to the refs like, hey, y'all supposed to be calling. Because he hated going to the free throw line. Shit, he didn't want to go to the goddamn free throw line. I'm playing that shit. After a while, he I had I was, to. I remember I was holding both arms. Like, I grabbed one whole arm. Because he, he did. I tried to. Take the char- like I'm trying to take the charge, but he ain't run, so now I gotta play defense. Yes. <laughs> yes. Man, I'm just holding one whole muscle. Right? And the rep ain't calling. Like, rep, call it. Shit. Call it. Like, call this. I'm call it. Call like, it. Like, 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 like Shaq, Shaq and that motherfucker, like, hell it's just over with. God damn. What Jordan Clarkson also said though about LeBron, he's like, look, foul him. Foul him. They can't call foul for him every they're single not, time. He's like, we usually just foul the fuck out of him all the time because we know <laughs> we know they're not gonna give him a call every time. We just yeah. foul him. Yeah, so that's what I said. So the refs, you know, so like when you think about crying, you just gotta really think about what's go- what what is the player really going through? Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if you know, if I got fouled 10, 10 times and you call eight, I'm cool. Yeah. But you call four and three, no, nah, I don't got problems. Well, let's keep this thing moving. Now it's time to go zero to 100 real quick. Do you think there's... Yeah. Don't, get, don't get me flagged on YouTube. <laughs> we need some theme music for that one. So let's talk about these sons real quick. Katie's back in full, full effect. Had multiple 30-point games over the weekend. Been looking solid. Sons are 7-0 and with him in their lineup. Mm. Mm. So what are the chances, zero to 100... That the Suns are unbeatable moving forward. Unbeatable, like they won't lose a game. Not that they they won't lose a playoff series. Oh, go. oh the concept. They got to at least lose. Okay. They play the Lakers Friday, so they got to lose one. They got to lose one for us. Man, Lakers losing that game again. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Lakers ain't trying to move up, man. What's wrong with you? Six uh, seed. Oh, six seed. Okay, but I, it's gonna be janky. Um, I, 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 what are they proving? Like, you know, what are they proving? Like, they, uh, it seems like they're in tune. So, from there, just let's just get in the playoffs and get ready for the playoffs. And I think, you know, they can be unbeatable in the playoffs when it comes to winning the series and getting to the, to the chip. Um, but it's still luck, staying healthy. Yeah. I mean, I got them going to Western Conference Finals. Uh, I mean, yeah, like you said, they're locked in. So I got them at least getting to the Western Conference Finals for sure. For sure. I always look at it from a different perspective, man. Like what stops them? Not not necessarily what's going to keep them rolling. What's going to stop them from rolling? Like what's going to slow them down? Mm-hmm. What small discrepancy that, that, that someone's going to have to come in and change if I'm a coach and I need to flip the switch on them and make them change their whole dynamic? What's going to slow them down? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be taking the ball out of KD's hands? 
Is it going to be neutralized and book? Is it going to be taking eight and out of the game? Like, what is going to slow the Suns down? It's going to be like, this is how we figured them out. And I think that's the hardest part with playoff basketball nowadays is KD being with the Suns now. It's like, okay, what the hell do you do to stop these niggas? I mean, I think injury. I think that's the big. No, I, I think that's the only thing. Injury mm-hmm. for if, them. Yeah, I, mean, I think just for them. That's yeah. why, like, if every if everyone is fully healthy, everyone. No, there's no injury. We're not going. Yeah. You know, we're not going to just hurt somebody just to try to put. The only, the I mean, the only team that can is probably Lakers. Yeah. I still say Golden State too, though. Yeah. I still Golden say the Warriors because Warriors, I still got to Wiggins. See, yeah, yeah, I still got to see somebody beat them in four. Nuggets, they, they shouldn't be afraid of that fade. No. I'm just asking. Even though, the even, listen, <laughs> even though we, we always say, forget the Nuggets, they've only been beaten by teams that went to the championship or teams that went to the um, that, that went to the finals. Okay. You know, so it's not like they lost to some mediocre shit. Right. So they, you know, it's low-key. If they did make it to the championship, no one can say we're surprised. Because if you look at their record with half the people being gone, great players being gone, they've still been elite. Yeah. They lost to the Suns. They lost to the Suns who went to the championship. They lost to the Lakers who won the championship. So, you know, they... Yeah. But that would be nasty. Milwaukee, Denver would be nasty. That would be Oof. that would be nasty. NBA, the NBA don't want that. Yeah. Really? That, that ratings no. that ratings would be nasty. That's like that Suns Milwaukee. Unless one of series. unless one of them win the uh, MVP. Yeah. I like that. I think even even with that, even with, even with that, even if they do co MVP, it's just nasty. that's a hard a co-MVP to watch. A, if, if it's already written, if it's already written, if it's already the script. Them versus then what you do is you make co MVP. And then you you run like the real MVP will win this. Then it becomes oh you lazy who's like that's I don't I don't think there's any way that that's like nobody's gonna get excited about a, a Nuggets Bucks at all. What you mean? You gonna be excited about that one? That's nasty. It's good basketball. No, it's, it's not. No, it's not. Great basketball to watch from from people who. Let's be honest. Both styles aren't really. Wait, wait, good. wait. So let's talk about like what makes good basketball. What makes good basketball? I'm not talking not about good, good basketball. The style of play. The style of play. So those two styles don't match. Like were you talking about real? It was just like, real ball. It's the style of from like the offense it's from a, both teams. It's, it's not really. So would you rather watch a run and gun? Yes. Yes. So we get away from. We get okay. We're American, bro. Okay. Right, so we're getting away from... So, so it's, it's a great football game, 3-0. We, we watched uh, the Ravens win the championship, the Super Bowl. Did we like it? No, we didn't. <laughs> I'm a big... <laughs> no, we I enjoyed that no, Ravens defense, though. That was one of that. Ravens, Seahawks. Yeah, Rams pass was, was pretty janky. But from that standpoint, they at least had some personalities you on there. See. We want to see. You guys, you have, you guys have a fucking great... Yeah. We want to see seven. Was this fun. quarterback had seven worst. touchdowns. Yeah. This one had six. Yeah. And the, the running back. Like, we want to see, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. High power scoring yeah. and all that. Yeah, I get it. So here's last thing we're going to talk about before we end the show for the week. So KD was on his pod, the ETC. Shout out to them in the boardroom. But he was talking about 80s and 90s game versus the game today. I go back and watch a lot of that. Those 90s film, that 90s film, 80s stuff, and they play physical, but I just think they got away with a lot of flagrant fouls, and I think that's <laughs> that's why they call their era more physical than ours because guys, are, we play physical here too. It's more space, but guys play physical. We got strong, athletic guys here too, but I watched some of those games. The paint was clear. Nobody was getting touched. 
It wasn't a lot of help defense, but you did get a lot of flagrant fouls that weren't didn't result into fines or getting kicked out the game. So it just seemed like, you know, it was a little tougher. So I want to ask y'all, how physical is the league now versus the 80s and 90s? See, he said the same exact shit I have been saying. 80s basketball is not exactly what they keep thinking. It was. There's no way a man can average 37 points for his career in that he's a three-year player averaging 37 points with no three. That means he's driving down your ass and you're talking about this is a physical game. As a rookie, 29. Yep. He's third in the NBA. A rookie comes in 29, 28 as a rookie. He gets hurt his second year, 37, then 35, and you're telling me you got the best defense going on? <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Stop! But that's, that's the cocaine he was on. You know what I mean? But, but, but that's what I'm saying. I, I, think it, like, I think everyone's confusing Detroit Pistons two years at the end, end of the 80s. Of the 80s. I, they're, they're, they're trying to use that as all of the 80s. Right. Mm-hmm. Magic Johnson and Showtime was not – it was Showtime for a reason. Yep. Yeah. Showtime. Like, uh, you had, they had Norm Nixon and, um, and Magic. Yeah. One average, one was averaging like nine assists, one was averaging 11. Yeah, they was both up there, which is 13 and 11. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's how fast paced they were moving. Yeah. Right? So it wasn't this great defense. It was just when we did see fouls, it was hard. Yeah. Take fouls. It was take fouls, like no layups, yes. b- blood in yes. the face type yes. fouls that yeah. they highlighted here and there. But for the most part, Y'all, it wasn't stopping anybody. You're, you're, the success of the guys that you said are great was not being stopped. Who were the great defensive players in that era? I think I think the misconception is about the take foul and the bruisers and the characters mm-hmm. that were played then. Like you said, the misconception is we thinking that the whole league, the whole 80s was playing defense like this. And really, it was take fouls. When you got Fortson, like you talk about Danny Fortson, mm-hmm. And and Adonis Foyle, the real bruisers that took them fouls. Mm-hmm. When you came through the lane, you knew if you wasn't gonna smash that shit on his ass, he was gonna smash that shit on your ass, yep. right? But we don't have that today. No bruisers, no take fouls. We give layups now, so KD can say we ain't it ain't as tough as it is then because we we got some tough guys now. It's like no, nah, we don't. We don't got no guys that are bruising. We ain't got no guys that are taking fouls. Literally, if you took a foul, they're going to go replay that shit. Yes. Replay, that's a flagrant. It's like, why even take the, the foul now? Why even do a take foul? Because you're going to be kicked out the game. But, that was the, but that's what I'm saying. It's not like the league. It, so they didn't make the league soft. They took away intentional, hard fouling that had no – it was a non-basketball play. Yeah. There's like, nothing yeah. basketball-related <laughs> – if you're coming in and I'm trying to just smack you all in your head and clothesline you. It's yeah. psychological, though. That's the, that's the difference. It's a psychological game outside of the game of basketball. When you know, I used to check guys when they come through the lane. Boom! Mm-hmm. This ain't got nothing to do with no damn basketball. It's everything to do with you ain't bringing your soft ass across this lane, bro. Mm-hmm. You ain't going to the offensive glass without getting checked. So when I took that foul, boom, it's on me. Yeah, but that on wasn't me. a flagrant. 
Definitely not a fragrance, yeah. but it's a take foul, and that was respected in the league then. Take foul, cross the lane. But, but, but if you're going to you going to a layup and someone just literally clotheslines, now that's a goddamn flake. And that's what they that's what that's they took out, and that's what they're saying. This league soft. Like listen to how delusional. <laughs> like now I'm back on no, this shit again. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm back on these fucking eighty players. Yeah. That's why we brought it up. Now, yeah. now let's try this shit again. Listen to how stupid they sound. Right? They've never actually said. If Curry played on our league, we will stop him. Right. We will contain him. Yeah. What do they always say? We will put him on his ass. We'll beat him up. Well, bitch, that ain't defense. Real shit. That is not considered defense. Yeah. If I have to do something outside of the rules, it's not defense. It's a scare yeah. tactic. Yeah. It's a, yeah. right? exactly. I'm so scared of you yeah. that I got to illegally hurt you. Yep. So you don't come in here anymore. Mm -hmm. So, hey, while the ref's not looking, I'm going to just bust out your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you want to sub yourself out. <laughs> what the fuck, what the fuck is that? No. You're thinking about it, though, right? You no, that is not a basketball it. play. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. But you think about it. And that's what the league was. We didn't have no basketball play. Nope. There was yeah. no... That's why when they say it's the most talented, how is it the most talented league when you had this type of game in there? Real talk. I have these type of players mm -hmm. that can't compete with the rest of the folks. So it's just, hey... Listen, I know you're sorry as a motherfucker, right? But just when they come in here, just hit them. <laughs> hit them. <laughs> all right. All right. All right, coach. All right. <laughs> lift all day. Ain't touch one ball. Just going to lift all day. When they come in, I'm just going to use all six of my fouls. And that's, this is what, <laughs> I wonder why you paid the motherfucker $4. <laughs> <laughs> you paid him $4 he got on Chuck Taylor's. Of course he's not going to hurt his ankle. He ain't moving nowhere. Yeah. But look, psychologically, you know when that nigga check in, he's in to foul whoever the fuck we got that's going to the line. So when we see him walk in, I'm like, God, damn, like, oh. I ain't going to the goddamn hoop tonight. Yeah. Until he get till he out, he's not going to clothesline me. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's not a, you, but you're, you're trying to <laughs> say it's a better, you're better. No, that's the problem. Like if you said, you guys are more skilled, you guys are more talented. But we would have neutralized that by just hacking on you and hopefully your yeah. softness neutralize you. Yeah. But we're not better than you guys. Yeah. Tougher. We're okay. tougher. We're, okay. You know, we're not, we're not even tougher. Not even tougher. Yeah. Dirtier? We're dirtier. We're dirtier. We're dirtier. Because the, and that's where the whole Bill and Beer came in. Exactly. Because, and I said, listen, if the argument was that we were better defensively, because you're using defense. Yep defensively, and then you name the players, and I was like, none of those players made defensive team. Mm -hmm. None of those guys made defensive team. So th that wasn't defense what you're trying to highlight. Bird was a three-time all-defensive player, but no one says that. Woo. I don't think motherfuckers even know that. No, they don't. No. He was a defensive, he was a three-time all-defensive player, but you want to bring up a bunch of Thugs! <laughs> like I use a bunch of thugs out there firing it. But you know, like like defense for me was someone who's neutralizing me in the realm of um this like so, you know, like a Draymond, right? Dirty plays here and there, yeah. no mind, right? Yeah. Um so Dennis Rodman, his tactics, but he played defense. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Great. Right? That's great. Yeah. Gary Payton, great. Yep. Joe Dumars, great. Yep. Like, like, so when you talk about Detroit Pistons, Dumars and Isaiah Thomas didn't do that. It was just the other people who didn't know how to play basketball. Yep. 
right? So Vrajao, I used to hate Vrajao, oh, right? Mm-hmm. He wasn't a dirty player. He was just great at defense. I had to change my game when he came in. Yep. He wasn't a dirty player. Defense. Yep. Mm-hmm. If I drive, he's not going to take, he's not going to uh, foul. He's going to try to take a charge. He's going to beat it. He's going, he's like, so now I just can't lift off the ground knowing that he's going to try to take charges, yep. right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Ben Wallace, defense. Rasheed, defense. Tayshawn Prince, defense. That was the real, they should be glorified. Absolutely. As mm-hmm. bad boys defense mm. because they played defense. Yep. Under the rules. Mm-hmm. Right? So how, how the 80s and 90s complain about, well, y'all get the carry now. Right? Mm-hmm. That's a great complaint. Because y'all didn't get to do that. Right. right? That's a great complaint. Right? That you guys' offenses enhance because they allow you to palm the ball a little bit more than we did. Then I, I can say, right, okay, y'all, y'all. Yeah, have a great complaint on that one. You know what I mean? Okay. Like there's, you know, me getting to do a little bit more with the ball gives me more creativity and yeah. more, yeah. you know what more I mean? Bop. I can, more you know, bop. I got more bop, more bop now that yeah. I can do some more little bop. hesitation yeah. versus y'all. So they can say, well, the only reason that you guys are more skilled is because they allowed more, a little bit more room to yeah. manipulate yeah. the ball. Then it's like, I can't even fight that because that's, that's a true assessment. Mm. Right? But when you're talking about Defense, you have to be careful with these 80s, man. They drugged up, man. <laughs> they drugged up, bro. I'm just saying, it was a wild, it was a wild time. <laughs> Everyone was doing it. <laughs> like you got the David Stern, this is some, some hilarious shit. David Stern did a, went on a talk show one year, right? He did go on a talk show one year when he was talking about all the 80s drugs, mm-hmm. and he's basically said his, his league is drug free. And then they put in the drug rule. <laughs> then they put in drug testing, right? Right. So you can <laughs> <laughs> no drugs here. You know, but, just, the, but just, it was just what the world was going through yeah. at the time. Yeah. And I, I don't like when you penalize eras when it was part of it. Like just like with Barry Bonds, right? And what was going on? If the whole league, mm. as a whole, mm. was on roids. Mm-hmm. The year, the, the, the decades before that, it was on a thing called Greenies, mm. which was leaning out, right? Mm-hmm. And this era of steroids and the pitchers on it, the outfielders on it, the hitters on it, then it's all fucking fair. Yeah. I don't mind if everybody's on I'm going to be real. Yeah. Right? That was probably my favorite time watching baseball. So That's the greatest time ever. Right? So I'm not, I'm not, if everyone is on it, right? If everyone's doing it, someone's trying it here, it's not like this one person is doing something that the rest of the league doesn't have access to. Everyone has access to it. Just everyone's not getting caught. Don't, don't penalize just this one person, but the NBA has a better ruling with that. Yeah. So when, so let's just, let's just, so we understand what I mean when I say this, that the NBA understands greatness and they're not going to jeopardize their greatness. When y'all hear these random drug testing, right? We hear random drug testing. Mm-hmm. And, oh, he had 72 yeah. drug testing. Yeah, yeah. He had 68 drug testing. They're not looking for what we think is drugs. What they're doing is they're taking blood. Like, drug testing is peeing, urine peeing. Into, they're taking blood sample. What they want to know is when these guys are performing at this level, what's going on in their body? Absolutely. Mm. 
That's all that is. Yep. Mm -hmm. Right? They're doing research on the elite. Yep. The reason is 10, 15 years from now, when the research is done, they can probably try to mimic the behavior. Yes. Mm. Giving supplements to try to boost up whatever they're finding. Yep. Wow. Wow. Because I can tell you this, there's years where when they're testing and they're testing all these players, right? They're testing all these players. That's why you don't hear drugs issues in the NBA. Because what they're doing is they're when they're doing these tests, and this won't count against you, this and this. What they're doing is they're looking at everything that's in the system. Right? All right, we have, okay. We have Tim Duncan, we have Dirt, and we have Kobe, Ron, right? <laughs> those results, those many, this is what our stars is on. Yep. This is what our stars is doing. And we don't see nothing. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. You think, you, think, you think that they got, they allowing weed because a bunch of fucking bench players smoke weed? No. <laughs> Crazy as shit. No, come on now. You think it's because a bunch of bench players are smoking weed? No, they're saying, okay, okay, most of our elite our is smoking. playing. Let's see what their output is. Okay, their output is not hurting this game. Okay. Gil, that's a genius take because you look at performance, right? And the analysis and research behind that 71 performance, right? Mm -hmm. He scored 71, Kobe 81, we got to test him. Yeah. Not necessarily see what he's on, but where his blood levels, his blood. endorphins, all of this adrenaline. Mm. How is it happening after the game? Like, mm. where is his levels after the game? Mm -hmm. Ironically, you can't do it before the game because you can't predict that he's going to yeah. score that, right? Mm -hmm. So, like you said, over the years, if they got a collection of data of all these performances and then those, those results come after that, it's like, damn. We know Kobe, when he had 81, his endorphin levels was at mm -hmm. the highest. Then you got book 70. Then you got the 71 from Donovan. Then you got uh, the 60 from Dame. Mm -hmm. Everyone got tested. Like yeah, you said, everyone. everyone got tested after. Mm -hmm. So it's not about weed or mm -hmm. even performance enhancing drugs. It's like, where were these guys' blood levels when they were performing at the Man, you look silly as shit if you're the NBA and motherfuckers just score 70 and then you test them and then it shows up positive or something. That fucks your that fucks your image up. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For, you know what I mean? It's because at the end of the day, let's say he was he had weed on him anyway. That looks stupid in the headline. Yeah. Cause no no weed smoker's gonna believe this. Like damn, that, that motherfucker got him that good. Yeah, that yeah, motherfucker yeah, got yeah. him seventy yeah. on weed. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. How did he do that? How did he do that? Yeah. You know. So it's it's one of those things where when when you hear it, is it's it's really more of a future. Thing where they can probably try to mm. try to figure out how they can, you know, we 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 want more of this shit because we're, we're we're seeing shit happen and we're like, you know, damn, five people scoring thirty, what the fuck? Mm. Five people scoring thirty, six people thirty. This is the first time in history. Yeah, data from 10, 15 years ago. I were, were you in the league when they was putting things on you, like before the game? Mm -hmm. They're just trying to test your blood and mm -hmm. your. Because I remember there was a group that came on. They put shit on my ankles, right? And they wanted to see, oh, <laughs> your output. And it was like, yeah, you know, the way your body, you, your, your resting levels, you're not going to play well today. Your body has recovered. You're only at a 20%. Wow. But I got offended. Because one, don't tell me where my body's at. Yeah, right? Yeah. You're just trying to, you're fucking with yeah, me. Did yeah. you come from, who, 
who sent you, bitch? Right? And I'm trying, who sent you? Right? Like, you know, you like, you know, so it's one of those things where you're saying my body's not 100% that we can predict injuries. It was like some whole real shit. And it scared the fuck out of me where I had to really, like, like, I didn't want to go into the game. I'm like, oh, you're only 20%. You go. And I said, hey, man, did you test the motherfucker that's in there in this defense? That motherfucker defense, sorry as shit. I'm about to score 40 like I've done every single time. Every single time. <laughs> Had 40. <laughs> so you definitely got tested after that 60. No. Nah. No? Mm. Well, what mm. about the 50 run you was going on? The, no? It wasn't. It wasn't. That didn't. Um, they probably started that probably, what, like four or five years ago, man. Oh, okay. They probably started that about four or five years ago when they were. Man, the, the NBA is different than, than the NFL. NFL, you know, they're, it's like they're more about. The NFL, the, brand. Yeah. The, the, the NFL itself, okay. right? And they think that their league can withstand key players. Right? The NBA mm-hmm. don't have that luxury, mm-hmm. right? So you're, you're more protective. That's why I said, you know, last show, when was the last time you heard someone being suspended for weed? Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm not putting this in my product. Yeah. Right? Hey, listen, you got to call weed, fucker. Uh, you, have an ankle, you have an ankle injury. You have an ankle injury for the next five games. <laughs> you have ankle injury next five games. I'm, telling I'm not telling the world that, you know, my product is high as shit. No, he got an injury to his ankle for five fucking games. And that's how we're going to do it. Okay. Like, it's a better time. Right? You protect your, it's a brand. Yeah. Like, even, let's say I own this brand. This is my team. And you tell me he, he did what? All right, I'll handle this. And I'm not going to let you just say, oh, hey, yeah, Lakers star. But uh, nah, wait, yeah, hold, hold on. You work for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You work for me, goddammit. You're not just going to put this news out there. Yeah. And, and, and it seems like that's. That's just, yeah. Hmm. When you talk about looking ahead of the future, Gil, we got to talk about next week. Show's going live. 1130. That's a segue for that ass. 11.30 a.m. Pacific, 2.30 p.m. Eastern. Tuesday live. So I got to be on fucking time. You got to be, you have to be on time, Gil. You can't roll in by 11.35 like you normally do. I'm going to get the makeup earlier too. (laughs) I'm the last one here and I live here. (laughs) Right upstairs. I I admire the fact that you are so comfortable all these fucking people being in your house all the time. You don't even be here sometimes. No, I be gone. Like, I I don't think I'm ever here when the first person comes. (laughs) Some shit don't come up missing ever because we got honest people on this staff. (laughs) But appreciate you, Brandon. Appreciate yes, you, Rashad. Sir. Yes, sir. Obviously, Gil, Gil's Arena, presented by Underdog yes. Fantasy. Whoa, whoa. We'll be back Tuesday live, 11.30 a.m. Pacific, 2.30 Eastern. <laughs>